Temujin was born under the West Mongolia sky. His father was the ruler of the Mongol clan. Nowadays, we call the entire West steppe as Mongolia steppe. But at that time, the Mongol clan is just one small clan among dozens of clans living on the steppe. Before Temujin conquered and unite all the other clans on the steppe to establish the largest contiguous empire in the history, small clans on the steppe have fought each other for thousands of years. Just like any other clans on the steppe, the Mongol clan has its friends and enemies. Among its enemies, the Tatar clan is the one the Mongol people hates the most. Multiple president rulers of the Mongol clan was killed by the Tatar people. Right before Tamujin's birth, his father led the Mongol clan to successfully beat the Tatar clan and killed their ruler. Ironically, the ruler's name is also Tamujin, which means the real Aaron also known as the Iron Man. So Tamjin's father said, You know what? The ruler of the Tatar clan was just killed by me, so he doesn't deserve the name. Instead, my newborn baby deserves the name. So he named his baby after his enemy. This is not only weird, but also dangerous, because now every Tatar people He's the newborn baby who's named after their beloved ruler killed by the Mongol clan. The revenge came nine years later. When Tamujin was nine years old, his father decided it's about time to arrange a marriage for Tamujin. Nine years old sounds a bit too early for a marriage by modern standards. But at that time, the average life expectancy is much shorter, so it makes sense to get married earlier. Also, the Mongolia steppe is so vast and is so challenging to travel around. After a couple get married and return to the groom's home, it's highly possible that the bride will never have a chance to return to her home. So marrying your daughter to a young man means losing her forever. To reimburse the girl's family, tradition requires a young man to work for his fiancée's family for several years before getting married. So it makes sense to think about marriage for a nine-year-old kid. As a man who's in charge of the Mongol clan, Tamjin's father doesn't want to marry his son to someone of lower rank in the clan. Instead, he believes it's better to marry Tamjin to some other clan which will bring political benefits. One clan came to Tamjin's father's mind. This clan is famous for raising beautiful girls and smart people, and Tamjin's mother is also from that clan. Let's just call it the Wisdom Clan because real names are often hard to pronounce and memorize. It's not hard to find a good girl in the Wisdom Clan, but the real challenge is on the road. The Mongol clan's biggest enemy, the Tatar clan, 
reside right between the Mongol clan and the Wisdom clan. They have to go through the Tatar clan's land to visit the Wisdom clan. To show respect to the Wisdom clan, Tamjin's father decided to go with Tamjin himself. Since the steppe is so vast, it's not very hard to go through the Tatar's land without being spotted. Tamjin and his father successfully arrived in the Wisdom clan. Since Tamjin's mother is from the Wisdom clan, they have some family tie here, through which they find a good match for Tamjin. Both parties were happy about the potential marriage. Following the tradition, Tamjin needed to stay in the Wisdom clan to work for his fiancée's family for several years. So Tamjin's father left the Wisdom clan alone to return home. He had to pass by Tartar clan's land again. He's very satisfied with Tamjin's marriage and became careless on his journey back. Since it's such a long journey, one day he got very tired and hungry, and he noticed someone having a barbecue. Since traveling alone is so challenging on the step, there's a tradition asking people to share their food with travelers. So Tamjin's father wanted to get a taste of the barbecue. Even he knew they are Tata people, he thought no one would recognize him anyway. He drank the barbecue, and as expected, he got a good portion of the food. Maybe some Tatar people recognized him, or maybe they learned his travel plan and set up the barbecue intentionally. They poisoned him. And to make a stronger statement, they chose a poison which spares Tamjin's father a few days so that he could flee back to the Mongol clan and died in pain in front of Mongol people. Tamjin's mother was devastated, but she didn't have much time to mourn. She has to worry about a more important thing, the survival of her family. She sent someone to call back Tamjin immediately. Unlike many ancient cultures, where the oldest son of a dead ruler will succeed. People on the step have to choose a ruler who's strong enough to protect them. As a nine-year-old kid, Tamjin is not strong enough, obviously. Actually, Tamjin's father was just a nephew of his predecessor. Now, the grandson of his predecessor grew up and was chosen as the new leader. Apparently, the new leader didn't like Tamjin, who's a potential threat to his ruling. He set up a trap. On the step, the most important ceremony is the one which worships their ancestors. People will offer a lot of sacrifice, and after the ceremony, every family member takes a small portion of the sacrifice back home. So the new leader held such a ceremony, but didn't notify Tamjin's family. Tamjin's family came in late and didn't get their portion of the sacrifice. Not getting the sacrifice means you are no longer part of the large family. 
Then the new leader ordered a relocation of the entire clan, leaving Tamjin's family alone. Everyone left. Even someone tried to stay and accompany Tamjin's family. They later gave up because it's so challenging to live without a clan. The nomad people relied on livestock. Tamjin's family didn't have any livestock other than a few houses. They had to live as ancient hunter-gatherers. Hunger bothered them on a daily basis, but they survived. Tamjin became tougher, both physically and mentally. He also became cruel. Tamjin's father has two wives and six kids. They were the only family of Tamjin, and they relied on each other to survive. But Tamjin didn't like one of his half brothers, who often bullied his younger brothers. At the peak of the rivalry, Tamjin shot his half brother to death using one arrow. The rest of the family was devastated. Yet they had to move on. Not long after, the family got another blow. The new leader of the Mongol clan heard that Tamjin's family survived from hunger, so he decided to destroy Tamjin, who's a potential threat to his ruling. Probably, he used Tamjin's recent guilt of murder as an excuse, or maybe he doesn't even need any excuse to command his soldiers to capture Tamjin. As the hope of the family, only Tamjin was captured and imprisoned. And the rest of the family was spared. Since people on the steppe need to relocate constantly, they live in Mongolia yards without any buildings, so they don't have a building for prison. Instead, all families in the clan host prisoners in turn. So, as a prisoner, Tamjin was hosted by many families. One day, there was a feast in the camp. Some people believe this feast indicated that there would be a sacrifice in the next day, and Tamjin would be killed as part of the sacrifice. Anyway, all the adults are enjoying the feast, and Tamjin was looked after by a kid. Apparently, the kid also wanted to join the feast as he kept looking at that direction. Tamjin approached the kid from the back and hit him to faint. Since his hands was chained, he couldn't ride a horse, and he had to run. Not long after, people in the clan discovered that Tamjin has fled. They rode horse to chase. Tamjin knew that he couldn't outpace horses, so he headed in a small river and hoped that it's too dark for people to notice him. Soon after, a Mongol people came by the river, though it was quite dark. It was so close that Tamjin could see his face clearly, and the man was staring at him. Tamjin knew he was screwed, but surprisingly, the man turned back and spoke loudly to his cohort. Tamjin is not here. After a while, the Mongol people decided to return since it's too dark and resume the search in the next day. They knew that without a house, Tamjin couldn't flee even with a few extra hours. Tamjin also knew this fact. It's just unrealistic to travel around the vast steppe without a house. So what should he do?